This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hi guys, it is Ashley. Ben is off today, apparently on some secret project that we won't know more about until later this summer. I will be gone next week and Ben will be here with a very special guest host. Our very special guest host today is Christina Shulman. Hey guys. Christina, I'm actually surprised that you're here with me and not in Bachelor in Paradise. You won't see me there again, probably. No? Why (laughs) is that? Is there love in your life or are you just done with finding love on TV? Way to put me on the spot. (laughs) I know. That's my job. Right. Um, Well, I'm just done with the TV show for now. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see where you are in a year. I'm sure they'd have you back because you were such a significant storyline last year. I mean, love triangles do that to you. Yes, I know. All right. So you and I both, we watched the episode, episode three. It was, I liked episode three better than episode two, but a lot of people don't agree with me on that. No, I absolutely loved it. I think this is the best one yet. Yes. I mean, we had David falling off the bed. And we had that amazing fight between Jordan and David. Loved and it. then the Colton drama with Tia. This was a great episode, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. First, we have to talk about some Bachelor news. You may know more about this issue than I do, but Danielle Maltby, she has a boyfriend. who she still does? Oh, I don't know. Tell me more. What do you know? I don't know. <laughs> okay, where is he from? What show is he from? I think it was Big Brother. Okay, yeah, he's from Big Brother. And he's apparently like this villainous guy. Like nobody likes him. People have been warning her up and down ever since she started dating him that he's bad news. And then apparently he like cheated on her on TV, like filming a new show. That's all I've heard. Um, I don't know much about him. I just know he was on Big Brother and I knew they were dating because it was all over social media. Right. Um, I'm close with Danielle, but I did not go into like what their relationship is about, mm-hmm. what does she think of all the rumors. So I don't know where she stands on that, but I know I saw something out about him cheating and I messaged her. I was like, I don't know what I'm reading. I don't know if it's true, but I just know I'm here for you. So So it just seems like she's been warned for a couple months about this guy doing something and maybe Walt was filming the TV show and he kept saying to her, no, that's not the case. It's not the case. But then it apparently did it air. And then, well, isn't it airing in July? It just came back and maybe there was, I wish I had more information on this too. I probably should have done my research on it too. Whoops. <laughs> hey, Amy. Yeah. Right in the nick of time. Good. You guys, I'm being such a bad host right now. Not. Can I you? Was on a very exciting phone call, which I'll tell you about later. That's oh, why I'm late. What's going on? I said, I feel bad. I didn't do my research on the Danielle Maltby and the big brother dude. Okay. Back. So, and I know Amy does all her research on this. I, I did. And The problem is I'm not totally familiar with all the players on Big Brother. Yeah, see, me too. So here's what I gather. Danielle had a, she was like in love. They were in love with each other. Great. It was going great. But she's been warned the entire time that this guy was bad news. I didn't know about that. But it seems that he went to maybe some sort of Big Brother event. Maybe he was having some problems with Danielle. And it seems that he canoodled as they say i don't know if it was like a hookup or just a flirty thing or whatever with this other girl from big brother Mm -hmm. yeah and then danielle was like devastated was it um the challenge or was it oh okay okay that all makes sense so it was on the celebrity challenge so was the girl from the challenge yeah 
So he must have cheated on her. Okay, so he's from Big Brother, and then he cheated on her while filming the challenge celebrity or some kind edition. of party or something. yeah or whatever canoodle i don't want to say cheated right i don't really love the word cheated yeah okay well that's a situation and then he has acknowledged it so the players are paula calafiore and sorry to talk about these people you know i feel bad because <laughs> right. it's like i'm sorry you're public figures it's awful but you picked it <laughs> Seriously, like, I, I don't go on these shows because I would never be able to handle this. I would just, like, literally never be able to handle this. Well, I mean, people listen to our show because we talk about people. Okay, so this says Paula Calafiore goes on Twitter rant about Danielle Maltby, Kara Maria cheating scandal. I try to be faithful, but I can't. Oh, that's the guy. I try to be faithful, but what? I can't. His name's Paulie. Okay. Now I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. He seems to struggle. These people are young. They'll be fine. Okay, so end of that. A lot of drama. Poor Danielle. Uh, she needs to take some time for herself, and I have a good therapist if she needs it. That's really like the best. <laughs> she really does deserve better than that, though. Uh, yeah, yeah totally. she's cool, right? I remember we liked her so mm-hmm. much. Kelly Travis had a baby. We had mm-hmm. Kelly Travis on a couple months ago to do a Who the Heck Are You segment. We did? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Amy wrote the rundown. She goes, who? I go, we had her on. Who the heck are you? <laughs> I just found out that who the heck are you? The people? Yeah. Really love it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. I guess that's what I was on a call for like the last hour about like researching the podcast and what people like. And they like who the heck are you? Interesting. They like the throwback. So, yeah. Kelly Travis, update on our who the heck are you? She delivered her baby. I'm going to need that in probably a couple of years. What the heck are you? Bring oh, okay. Back. We'll bring you back. We have a good who the heck are you today. Oh, I'm excited to see who. All right. Then we have some word on another girl from your season. Corinne Olympios. She thinks this show sucks. Not Interesting. Show. No, not our show. No, we know that. Not our show. The Sorry. The Bachelorette. The and, Bachelorette. Yeah. Maybe she's just threatened by Jordan. By Jordan. He, I think he's bringing good TV and that's why I'm really enjoying watching this season. He is 100% the Corinne in male form. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jordan, I like Jordan. Um, he's, I don't think he's like shying away from who he is. He's just being straight up. He's telling Becca exactly for who he is. And I don't think he's harming anyone, really, whenever he's making remarks but or judgments. Right. Don't you agree that that's why he's the Corinne? Because he's like ridiculous, but he's not harming anyone? Yeah. Did you feel like you were threatened by Corinne or you're just like, wow, this girl is a lunatic when you were on her season? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like, I don't know. I was like, as long as she's not affecting my relationship, I don't care. Be we you. do have one of my favorite segments coming up with Ashley. With me? Uh-huh. A dramatic recreation. Oh, yes. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be really good. Yeah, we have a recreation with Jordan coming Everybody up. Everybody needs to stick around for okay. that. Great. Everybody loves the recreations. We need to do them more often. But there are very few times where there's a monologue on The Bachelor or the monologue or like an argument that is worthy of this segment. And this one certainly was. All right. Um, then next week, we are going to talk about The Proposal, which is NZK or Mike Fleiss's new show. And we're going to call Ellen Kay the voice of the show. And I also do have a doctor standing by. Let me see if he's available because I want to know if falling out of bed is a common <laughs> oh, injury. Oh, my God. Okay. So I can talk. But should we jump into the falling out of the bed right now? Sure. I think okay. so. Let me see if the doctor's available. All right.
Framebridge is my new favorite website for decorating my apartment. As we know, I got a new apartment. Remember, I did the whole ghost check or who died in my house. And I have been decorating with Framebridge. This is I'm not just saying this because it's not in our podcast. I actually am obsessed with Framebridge. Amy knows I even texted her. I was like, do we have any info on Framebridge? Because I love them. So let me tell you how this works. It's an amazing new service. And they make it easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from art prints, posters to photos of, um, from your phone. You can upload a photo from your computer, your phone, or directly from your Instagram feed for them to print. Or if you have a physical item like ticket stubs, art prints, posters, you name it, they'll provide you a secure prepaid packaging so that you can mail it in to them for free. You can preview your item online and frame in any style. You can choose from your favorite or get recommendations from their talented designers to tell you exactly what kind of frame or design will fit your picture the best. So awesome and so much cheaper i'm just going to use the word cheaper it is than getting anything framed anywhere else oh i know and And it turns out awesome it comes beautifully it is so much cheaper i got this gigantic picture of my family it's like 18 maybe like a little more than 18 inches by 10 inches and it was less than a hundred dollars no it's it's so affordable so i got a picture of my niece and then i just bought on ebay do you guys remember, you know, Wonder Woman, like yeah. the movie? Like yeah. There used to be a 70s TV show. Yeah. So I bought this vintage Wonder Woman poster that I saw in another, I went looking at a house and it was hanging in the bathroom. So I just mm-hmm. stole the idea and copied it. I'm just going to send the actual poster. They'll frame it and send it back to me. Oh, it's so awesome. I have an old NSYNC uh, Rolling Stone poster oh. that I'm putting in my new glam room and I'm having them frame it. It's so much more affordable. It's really great. So anyway, you guys, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code ALMOSTFAMOUS. They have thousands of five-star reviews, a happiness guarantee. All you got to do is go to framebridge.com, use the promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS, and get 15% off your first order. Framebridge.com, promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. I have breaking news. Breaking news. Whenever I see news break, I like to throw it in here (gasps) just to get your immediate take on it. According to Us Weekly, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are engaged. Oh, well, way too fast, people. They have been together for six weeks. Six weeks. That seems fast. And, well, they're going bachelor style, you guys. That is a long time in Bachelor Nation, six weeks. Um, (laughs) He apparently already got tattoo of her little bunny ears on yes. his neck and why like, yeah. rush to that i don't get it i don't understand because they're both so young too there's no need she doesn't need she's not a crunch like a her her body is not running out of time yet anybody <laughs> want to take the over under on that like place a bet on whether so that's negative amy so sorry yeah I'm, I'm a bitter party of one i get it i don't care <laughs> right now i'm so bitter but it's working for me <laughs> i I think they're cute together. I think they're really cute. I think he's very cute on his own, and yeah. she's very cute on her own. But six weeks, you guys are nutty. You're just an infatuation right now. Why don't they look at the track record of The Bachelor and realize it's too quick? 
Well, it depends. Have they spent every hour together for the past six weeks? Because then in paradise, if that's paradise status, then the paradise couples have done very well. (laughs) Only like a couple. Well, yeah, but of the engaged couples, they've all stayed together. What it comes down to is it's a total crapshoot, 50-50 chance at it. Do what you want. I don't care. You guys are young, young, young. That's why I think there's a a lesser chance for them to make it. Do what you want and don't call me when you're boo-hooing and crying because it didn't work out. What, What do you want me to say? Wow. Before we were talking about Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, we were about to talk about David. Guys, I met David before he even stepped out of the limo when I did interviews for Access, and I thought this guy was totally cool. I wanted to hang out with him. He was a nice, warm conversationalist. Now he is such a nerd bomber. Holy. A a nerd bomber? A nerd bomber, which I was going to say loser, but I don't want to call him a loser. He's just like... Wait, I like uh, him. Why a, do you think that? He's such a geek. What? I'm not. I like of geeks David. too, but like David, you like you're liking David. Are you playing devil's advocate for me right now? Of course, but I don't. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. I don't care. Oh my gosh! He comes off childish a little bit. He, the way that he argues with Jordan is insane. Because I'm like, babe. Babe. I don't know why I just called him babe. <laughs> I'm so used to calling Jared babe that I'm calling my sister babe, and now I'm calling David babe. So David is taking Jordan so seriously. Everybody should be looking at Jordan and like mm-hmm. laughing and getting entertainment by him, but he is taking him so seriously, and he's making himself look ridiculous along the way. Don't Wait, you agree? You think, who's crazier, the chicken or the model? What, who's what is who's crazier, the chicken or the model, Christina? I think the chicken is crazier because I think at this point he's like just poking Jordan and he knows exactly what buttons to push. I feel like it's like in high school, click and you do everything to like. Do you think that Jordan, do you think Jordan's self-aware? Like, do you think he knows every movie he's making and everything that's coming out of his mouth is funny? Or do you think it's like a little bit 50-50? Like he's hamming up him regu- his regular self. Oh, I think Jordan's being like himself. It's oh, just you don't think he's being a ham? Himself. Oh, I, I mean, with Jordan, um, let me get this together. <laughs> I just think Jordan is aware because I think as a model, you kind of have to know like yourself a little bit and what you can bring to the like table type thing. But he's like full of himself, self-centered. And when he gets uh, attacked by other guys or whatnot, he just um, fights back. He becomes defensive. It's not... Um, you're basically saying he's like he's not like Derek Zoolander. He's like, um, oh my god, he's like I know Luke Wilson. Yeah, no, Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. He's Owen Wilson's character. Hansel. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Hansel's so hot right now. <laughs> he's like a Hansel to me. I'm just trying to like put it put together. Jordan's like, I know who I am. I know what I have to offer, and. Honestly, I find him more focused on, like, obviously himself, but then then I would say Becca because he comes to her and he says, like, oh, I'm a wild one and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm a golden retriever. Oh, I'm a golden retriever. <laughs> that, that, was was so that was so good. 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 Okay, and also the fact that he had nail polish on for, like, three days straight and in mind, and he would talk with his hands but and you can see the red. I was like, the producers must have been dying at that because, one, he probably didn't realize how much his hands would get on camera. And he's like, oh, it's oh, yeah. no big deal. I'm in a house full of men. We don't have nail polish remover. <laughs> but it, it just really, it was like a small little nuance that really added to the episode. I did notice it myself. Yeah. 
I will never get over though his like opening line of like a heartbeat. The hit, the tapping of his shoes was the heartbeat of a gentleman. Oh my god! <laughs> so, That's why I mean, great. Wait, so these okay. are the one-liners. You then. think the chicken, aka what's his name, David? Yeah, is a nerd bomber. Oh yeah, because of the bedfall or because of the because fights, of or everything. Or the because, chicken. because the way he's taking everything so seriously, like, dude, oh, yeah. do you realize that you just you're starting an argument with a guy who literally was talking about his footprints being the heartbeat of a gentleman? Like you, and then he showed up to a cocktail party naked, like you think, right, or right. not naked, but like in underwear. You're like, if this guy is so ridiculous and is so seeking attention that he stripped down to his underwear right. at a cocktail party, you probably shouldn't be wasting your breath on him. Right. Uh, I, think, I can really talk do about you realize from how, I think it was like really cold that night too. Oh, I'm sure it was. And he was like <laughs> almost naked. Yeah. I mean, props for that too. Like, no way. I mean. He, he's perfect because he's not a villain. He's just the guy that makes you laugh. Like the, the ridiculous one. There's, there's something, there's a difference between a villain and a ridiculous one. Like Ashley Salter on my season, she was a nut. But she wasn't a villain. Oh, the short hair. What did no, she no, do? I, that that's Kelsey. She oh, was an actual Kelsey. villain. What did she do that was crazy, just to refresh my memory? Um, Ashley Salter? Yeah. Well, she talked to birds during Paradise. And then when we... There was the hunting... There was the uh, zombie hunting date where she like thought that she was in the Mesa Verde. Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. the I kind of remember. What? I'm just trying to play Switch Girl. That is. You know, blonde hair. Onion. Oh, yeah. Is that a pomegranate? No, it's an onion. But who's Spivey? I think Ashley Spivey. Ashley Spivey is the one who keeps breaking news. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, Then David also gets on Jordan for talking about his 4,000 Tinder matches. I mean, that is a lot of matches, but this guy is probably swiping swipe right is when you like somebody right right yeah so he's probably swiping right on everyone just as a game to see how many matches he can get let's think about this real quick there's 365 days in a week in the year yeah and he has 4,000 matches holy, right. so holy moly like, yeah right if he swiped just like once every day by how many times he would so have, he'd to, have to yeah. do he's three... swiping like a hundred times a day no because once a day would be 365 and he's 4,000 so that's 369 Three times four is 12. About 15 people a day. Did I get that? Oh, that's not that bad. Yeah. I think that's almost average, but I think the whole thing is him him uh, being conceited of the fact that like every girl matches with him back. It's like, you guys, you're going to start an argument over this? It's so ridiculous, but you know what's even funnier? And it was a... Pro- Everything worked out in the producer's favor this week. Like They were like, I cannot believe this is happening. We cannot believe this is so good because... Of all the men in that house that can fall off the bunk bed, it was David after that fight. It was so, I don't know how that happened. And yes, they probably need guardrails because, Christina, were you on the top of that bunk? I was definitely on the top bunk. I was on the top bunk, and they're high. Yep. And all the floors are tile. It's oh. It would be a hard-ass fall. Do we know if he fell from the top? Yeah. Oh. He fell from the top. I loved that they even put in Jordan, like, what is it? Um Putting up the guard oh, child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very, I was like, wow, this is just like rubbing salt in the wound. Oh, just because so Ben's not here to keep us on track, can you yeah. do a commercial and then we got to take the who the heck are you? Yeah. We will continue to talk about the fall off the bed after we talk about something that could have maybe helped David 
I don't know if they could have, but they help me and they help Ben every day. They are Hubble contacts. If you are tired of overpaying for uncomfortable contact lenses or you're overwearing them to save money, we have got something for you to try. Hubble contacts. If I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less, that is 60 contacts for $33. You do the math. That is $1 a day. This is way more affordable than any other brand. You go to HubbleContacts.com and you get your first two weeks for free. They are quality daily lenses for a better price. Contacts are expensive because there are four companies that control 97% of the market until now. Hubble sells directly to you. They cut out the middleman so that they can offer you contacts at half the price. They can send you to an optometrist if you need a prescription. And getting contacts has never been more convenient and affordable. So go to HubbleContacts.com to get your first two weeks for free. That is 15 pairs of lenses for free. So if you wear contacts, you know that this is such a deal and something that you would just be, you'd be so stupid not to try. 15 pairs of lenses for free. HubbleContacts.com. See the difference and make sure that you select our show, Almost Famous, at checkout for your discount. That is HubbleContacts.com. All right, guys, we have one of my favorites on the line. Somebody who really inspired me to sign up for the show. She was like kind of my idol going into it, especially when it came to just all her beauty and all her clothing out like perfect eyebrows, her perfect eyebrows. Just the fact that everything was always on point and she had a different look all the time. She was always experimenting with her beauty on the show. It was there was so much variety. And here she is. Michelle Money is on the line. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Michelle, hi. But seriously, you oh know that God. I mean everything that I just said. Oh, like, you really so sweet. were a fashion and beauty icon to me going into the show. I was like, I need to be like Michelle Money. Oh, my have, gosh. Like, all these different necklaces that match and just to have a different look every day. And now you're doing a lot of good with all your beauty tips. Can you tell us what you're well, up to? Yeah, first of all, I'm so like happy for you. Ah, thank you. <laughs> are you like does it get are you sick of talking about it now or are you just like do you love it? I mean like I'm I think the world is all so happy about you and Jared. It's like every week it, are you sick of it? No, I'm definitely not sick of it. Every week I'm more and more <laughs> blown away about people because it's it's so interesting how over the course of like my bachelor experience, people will come up to me and be like, first it was like, oh my God, I love you from the show. And now over the past like year, it's like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. And now people are coming up to me and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about you and Jared. I'm so happy for you. And it's just, it's so nice. It's so nice. Oh, we just all wanted you guys to be together. So it's like, we're all just finding closure and happiness in thank your joy you. thank and you and christina i'm so happy to meet you over the nice over to meet the phone you. i know so fun well yeah so um oh yeah like a few years ago i like decided to start a makeup course online because mm-hmm. i i mean i'm a licensed hair stylist makeup artist and have, i just love beauty i love makeup I love hair I love I love the confidence that it gives you when you like know how to do it and you can actually help other people do it too um and so I wanted to teach that to women and so a few years ago I'm like I want to start a makeup course so I did and in doing so I started kind of finding out that the women that were taking my course were really 
kind of struggling with their own self-worth and their own, like, insecurities that we all as women have. But it became really clear to me that um, what these women needed really wasn't, like, external makeup stuff. It was, like, the inner beauty, Mm. um, the inner self-love, the inner confidence. And so um, I kind of, like, sat and thought to myself, like, okay, how did I overcome a lot of, like, my trials to get to this place where I do feel, like, confident and and secure and I – you know, feel kind of more whole in my life. And I put together what I now call the money method. It's it's based off of my last name. And um, it's these five principles that I'll share with you. The M stands for mind your own business. <laughs> the O stands for own your truth. The N stands for now is where your power is. The E is every single thought matters. And the Y is you choose happiness. And these kind of, like, principles I learned along the journey of life. And a lot of these came from my experience of being on The Bachelor and kind of having to deal with, you know, all these people judging you and, um, you know, assuming that you're one person that you're not and trying to kind of, like, work through that all internally. And so this method has really been, like, really impactful. It's crazy. It's really um like, like really helped a lot of women. And so I've decided, I decided to turn it into a course that's like makeup, both makeup and the money method. So it's both external and internal beauty. And it's been so impactful to thousands of women that have like really, really learned to both master like their makeup look, which I think brings a ton of confidence. And then also like applying these things, like to, to your personal life and kind of like removing all the external crap that we've kind of like, like attained through life. That's all just BS and getting to the core of who we are and the core of who we are is love. You know, who we are underneath all of that is just, we are unconditional love. And when you can learn, when you can unlearn all the crap that you've believed that's not true about yourself, you get to this, this beautiful, authentic place of just like, we are all deserving of love. We are all empowered, beautiful, amazing women without any external stuff added to it. And so it's just been this really incredible process of helping women feel empowered and beautiful on the inside out. So that is now what I turn into these online courses, and it's called the Master Your Money Look course. (laughs) And, yeah, so it's like um, this incredible community of women who have all taken the course and are like, just so amazing and wonderful, and yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. Don't you think it's all connected? If you yeah, that's what she was look talking better, about. Yeah, you feel better. If you so think better, you feel better. Yeah. If you feel better, you do yeah. better. Like it's all just yeah. completely connected. How do they sign up for your class? And is it like a course where you get like on something like a Skype or a FaceTime, and then you talk to multiple women at the same time, or is it more like one-on-one sessions? So that's what I, so through the private Facebook group, um, that's where I go live and I talk about this stuff in depth. But the course is all done um, online. It's all automated and it's, um, you can get the course on michellemoney.com slash courses and it's um, done through Teachable. So you can go through, they're all automated courses that you can watch at your own pace. You get lifetime access to them and then you also get to become part of the Money Talks community, which is where I do a lot of my teaching through Facebook Live. And I go, you know, we do meetups. We're going to Nashville this weekend. Like 30 of us are all going to Nashville for a Money Talks meetup. And 
So, yeah, it's all just you can, like, download it right this second. In fact, we put together a code for you guys, for your follower, your oh, listeners. Oh, yay. Thank uh, you. $10 off. Yes, of course, $10 off if you use the code um, Almost Famous. So and um, enter that when you check out, yeah. How do you sign up? Where do they go? They just go to my website, michellemoney.com. michellemoney.com. Okay, michellemoney.com. Use the code Almost well, Famous for $10 off. Yeah. I love that you guys are both into, into makeup and stuff. I mean, it's just oh. such a fun industry. What what foundation do you guys like right now? I always like to know what foundation people wear. Do you know what's so funny? I have been using Maybelline for years. Um, you have been using Maybelline for years. Yeah. So like you, Okay, so you're still using it. Yeah, I like Maybelline's Dream Smooth Mousse, which they discontinued, and I have been getting online on Amazon and eBay for a while. <laughs> but then I also love their new 24-hour Stay Longwear. It is. Ooh, it's debatably better than the Dream Smooth Mousse, and uh, yeah, it only really? came out like six months ago, so I've been using it for like the past six months. But I love to use Becca's uh, Skin Perfecting Lotion. I don't know, it's not a lotion, but it's like a cream-based thing, and it's bronzy, yep. so it's perfect for the summer. I put that on first. It really does smooth out like any redness, and then I cover it a little bit with foundation because I don't need as much. I love it. What do you use, Christina? Um, I actually use Laura Mercier. I mean, I use the, I guess, primer and all of that. Um, tinted moisturizer is great, too. This couldn't be more fascinating. Can we yeah. talk about the episode? <laughs> oh, wait, know, Michelle. So Michelle, did you watch the episode? Oh, did I ever, girlfriend? Oh, oh, good. Oh, well, I didn't know that. So, yeah, we're talking about foundation because I didn't think that you oh, saw David know, fall I'm off so the bed. Sorry. Can you handle that? I mean, I just it, it was just a matter of time before someone fell off the damn bunk bed. That's what these girls said, too. What's going on with these beds, guys? They are dangerous. They should definitely have guardrails. They should have done that a long time ago. Yeah, but how how gleeful, I don't want to say that the producers were gleeful that David fell off the bed, but if anybody were to fall off the bed, they were probably pretty happy it was David. (laughs) Of all people. Of all people. (laughs) Well, and then they leave us hanging with, like, I'm dying to see what happened to his face. I know. Yeah, exactly. They, they said it. there's blood all over the place. Mm. Now they were probably pretty dramatic about, you know, the I'm the, sure they were. the uh the, what is it called? Like the, the carrying him out of yeah. into the ambulance on like a board. But he probably just broke his nose. That's probably what happened, and then there was blood from his nose. Right. Did you right. I was like he couldn't walk? Because having never sure lived he... there, yeah. Falling out of bed was not the first thing that I thought caused it. Did you all think, oh, I bet he fell out of the bed? Oh, yeah, I did, actually. No, I didn't. I was like, what in the world could have happened? And then it was like, I was trying, I was piecing it together. I'm like, oh, that, he fell off the bunk bed. And, of course, that's what, like, they're dangerous. But then again, what are the chances? It's been, what, how many seasons somebody actually fell off the bunk bed? I know. I mean, we've I all well, made through it. Thinking that was the, I have a hard time thinking that was the first time that happened. It might have just oh been the gosh, first, like, so really dramatic time. Out of the top bunk onto the stone floor. Yeah, and they're really hard. It's really, oh God, really it's hard just... floor, and they're really high bunks. Okay, I know. I mean, it was just. It was just really traumatic. Is that giving so, yeah. you guys the, like, willies? It's giving me the, ugh. Kind of, but, Michelle, to answer your question, yeah, when I heard that it happened overnight, I was like, he fell out of the bed. And then the way that Chris Harrison had to go tell Becca and deliver it in the most dramatic fashion <laughs> was course. the best TV I've seen in a long time. Like, it made me gleeful. It, it made me gleeful. So I like that 
um, Becca's first question was, who did this? Who Not did like, this? what happened? I it's know. Like, who did this? I know. Right, I, I know. thought maybe there was a fight or maybe a pool injury, like on the, the bricks by the pool. So the pool, I'm surprised that nothing dramatic has happened in the past with the pool because I can see I that know. part where you jump off, like if you get up uh on the the higher side of the pool and guys can like the guys will dive even though it's not deep enough for that was i the only one who actually felt super sad when that football player left i actually got a little bit of a one tear so darling i know he's so cute you guys i don't get that can i be he makes me feel awkward no clay doesn't he makes me feel awkward to watch clay that's right oh i thought it was so sweet that he was like I want to stay, but this is my career. And like a football injury, that's a big deal that that dude broke his wrist and he's yeah. a football player. But another right. thing that the producers, the, the producers must have been like, wait a second. Of all people to get injured during this football game, the, the NFL player does? Oh, no. Oh, well, my God. you guys have done, I think I like he really that. didn't have another choice. He had to leave. Well, I don't know if he got picked up, you guys. Can we find that? that answer somewhere i guess it's a little earlier in the season it is june so he could still get picked up for quite right. some or he time could be on the practice squad and still make money who knows he can't be on the practice squad right. at the age that he is right now and sure. the fact that he's I been on he rosters could. i think there's a rule that you can only be on a practice squad for a certain number of years Mark, can you google that because i'm gonna call flag on the play i don't know oh, well <laughs> amy's brother also works in the nfl so you may actually right like know, but you can be in the nfl for a long time you could be on the practice squad for like up until you're 30 I don't. I don't think there's a rule. I don't know. I'm checking now. Oh, I don't think there's a rule. Okay. There's I, I it's almost like the minor leagues in baseball. There's okay. No right. So, oh. like, since he left, did they ever? I mean, did they add a rose like back. She, well, that is my question. Yeah, also. they do add a rose back. Can he come back? Well, that was my question. I was like, why can't After you just get the surgery care? and then return? Because well, there's been so weeks. many instances like that. Could be weeks. I yeah. just want to see his face. The next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out in a week, unfortunately. Um, I also want to say that I think Clay is sweet, but, like, there was never any, like, chemistry there. Like, that was never going to happen. And I think the only reason no. that Clay said, Clay was like, I'm going to go, because I think he knew that that's not his wife, and she knew that that wasn't his wife. And if there was, if this was, like, a, a Garrett or a Blake sort of thing, then she probably would have begged him to stay. Can I, I'm going to say something that has been on my mind, and I'm just going to have the guts to say it. Mm-hmm. Becca does not have a type. She is open to everyone. She definitely is. Yeah. She I really is. That she makes it interesting true. this that's season true. in particular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. She's got a she'll... good variety, too. Yeah. She does have a good variety. You what, know? What do you oh guys think gosh. of that Richard Marks okay. um, date guy? Oh. Oh. I love Richard Marks. Okay, we are so all obsessed much. with Richard Marks. <laughs> I know, me I and Amy, Lauren, no, me and Amy. I'm way uh, more into Richard Marks than the guy that was on that date. Let's, that you guys, this is such a girl talk podcast. Like, Ben's not here and there's no structure. We're just like, I love Richard Marks. <laughs> um, Amy and I were in the car once, and, like, we've always bonded over, like, contemporary like soft rock so much <laughs> we love soft rock but one time i was like do you love richard marks and she was like i love richard marks more than you can know and i was like Bitch! remember a couple weeks ago i went to the richard marks concert and you were in new york so you oh couldn't my go. goodness you did go i forgot to and ask I you how literally it literally was. was like who else is going to possibly go with me other than you and you know who else wanted to go but he who? was filming this show was chris harrison chris harrison was like that sounds like an amazing night. Can you imagine you, me, and Chris at Richard Marks? And it oh was my goodness. amazing. He... It was so amazing. It was just Richard Marks. So He's just so Richard Marks and a guitar or a piano. 
and he like talks to the audience. He's super hilarious. Yes, I got to experience that too. Me and my boyfriend went to one of his like concerts over at Pepperdine because my boyfriend's daughter goes to Pepperdine. He did a small concert there, and I swear to you, I felt like we were best friends. I felt like I knew him. I felt like like he he has a he puts a great concert together. Oh my god, so good. He is one of the most talented musicians that we've yeah. ever had. Between his songwriting and his voice is so buttery. It's probably the one voice I, I can know. listen to every day for the rest of my life and never get tired of it. I often I think know. I do listen to him in some way every day. If somebody said, what do you angels do. sound He's like? I'd so say so Richard Marks. And here's the thing. <laughs> I'm getting off topic, but <laughs> I absolutely think that Daisy Fuentes and Richard Marks are, are the completely in love. Like they are I so know. in love. It makes me vomit. Yeah. They're so cute. They're so darling. Oh I my goodness. So I actually really, I really liked Chris. I really thought that date was a, a really fun date. Wait, I want to try something so weird nervous. that may or may not work, but Michelle, I just got a doctor that's going to give us information if falling out of bed is a common yeah, injury. No. So Ashley needs to do a commercial. Okay. Michelle, you hold. We're going to get the doctor oh, I'm on, holding. and we're going to find out if this is common. Before <laughs> we go any further on this, I need to ask you, Christina. Okay. Do you use ThreadUp or any sort of thrift store? Oh, yes. You I do. use ThreadUp. Thread up. Um, I actually ordered a couple of things just recently. Tell me so what you got. Um, quite a few shirts. I don't have enough of those. I probably have like 20 pairs of jeans, but no shirts to go with it. Oh, so. wow. That's usually the opposite. Um, yeah. Not in my case. I got all these jeans from ThreadUp. We love ThreadUp because it's the largest online resale store where you can find all your favorite brands <clears throat> like Lucky, um, BCBG. Free people. Free people. Joie. At up to 90% off their estimated retail. Oh, they also have Lululemon, Madewell, Gap, oh, yeah. North Face, all these good brands. So go to threadup.com slash almost famous today and you'll get an extra 25% off your order. ThreadUp has a huge selection. It makes it super easy to shop. They also have all these filters so you can figure out your size, your style, your favorite brands. You can find exactly what you want. And all the Bouncer Girls shop there so you know that they have cute stuff. Dean got me, sorry to mention Dean, but Dean got me a coach sweater. (laughs) Dean got me a coach sweater and I wear it all the time. Aw, how sweet of Dean. I mean, I picked it out. Every item on their site goes through a 12-point inspection process, so you know it's high quality. And the items, some of them, have still their tags on them. They're just, like, actually brand new. Oh, Christina is scrolling through right now. My items I just ordered. Their selection is always changing. They add thousands of items every hour. So you're always on their site checking up what's new. If you want a good deal, go to threadup.com. We're giving you an extra 25% off your first order when you go to threadup.com slash almost famous. That is T H R E D U P dot com slash almost famous for an extra 25% off already super low prices. Again, threadup.com slash almost famous for an extra 25% off today for all the clothes of the bachelorette wear. I love it, honestly. It's, I mean, I'm looking at the $50 pair of shorts that I got for 15 bucks. I know. I got I got some really expensive like citizens of humanity or like Hudson jeans oh, for yeah. really that. cheap. Okay, let's talk to the doctor. <clears throat> All I'm right. so curious. Dr. Smith. Yo. Thank you and welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Um, what kind of doctor are you? What's being trauma? Uh what? trauma? He's an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, you're an orthopedic surgeon. So you see broken bones all the time. How many injuries it. do you see from people falling off beds? 
Mm, little kids. <laughs> little kids. Oh, Dave. Poor David. Yeah, they'll they'll fall out the bed and they break their elbows. Typically, is it often get a broken leg? Is it often from bunk beds? It can be, but any bed, you know, monkeys jumping on the bed, they'll they'll get some altitude. Big brother will give them a boost, and uh, that's all it takes. So this guy was sleeping in a bunk bed, an adult, and fell off mm-hmm. from the top bunk onto a stone floor. And we don't oh. know yet what his injuries are. What would your best guess be? Oh, you could get anything with that. That sounds <laughs> terrible. It said um, it was. They said it was really bloody. Like it could, it could have fractured his skull, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Typically, you know, something a fall from that height being really bloody, he probably cut something around his face or his scalp. You know, your scalp will bleed like stink. Your nose will bleed like stink. The head and neck has such good perfusion. You just get a little cut up there, and you know it's a lot of blood without much damage. Okay. But an adult, you probably wouldn't do anything like breaking arms or legs or anything like that. Oh, interesting. But I, I guess I really? question why they fell out of the bunk. Well, so whenever I'm scared of sleeping on a bunk bed, people go, hey, do you do you ever fall out of your bed that's like, you know, two feet off the floor? And I'm like, no. So you're right. It's just like my body knows in the middle of the night not to roll over. There's just something in, built in us that yeah. knows that. I'm wondering if he was still asleep. But then you can do things to your body that would impair your ability to mm, avoid falling out of bed. Right, like like he was drunk. Was he drinking? Yeah. That's what I was... Right, right. And then you've got people who've got, like, parasomnias, you know, they're sleepwalkers or they have narcolepsy. And, you know, their boundary between being asleep and awake is kind of fuzzy. And those folks will get out of bed and think they're in one place at one time. And, you know, if this is a guy who does that kind of thing and all of a sudden he decides, you know, his mind is now active, but he's not in a wakeful state, he might try to, you know, roll right out of bed and wouldn't even have have substances. Yeah. So when I was on the bathroom, I went to sleep and woke up with a black eye. That's right. Yes. I still do the same. I'm like, how in the literal, how did that happen? Like, have, do you have, do you know, like, people, persons, <laughs> how, like, how did that happen? Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, I think you could, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. And there's these parasomnia kinds of things, you can absolutely do stuff to yourself. But that's kind of weird. I don't think I've ever heard of somebody punching themselves. You know, there are cases of people committing murder and they get off oh, based on this wow. parasomnia. Oh God! I'm pretty sure that happened. But could she have hit like something? Could she have that? hit something on the bed and not known it? Mm, I, I guess. I mean, to be completely frank, was there any kind of other substance involved uh, that could have altered your ability? She was drinking. <laughs> the correct answer yeah. is yes. Yeah. I mean, that's always the most likely explanation. But so. it's still like, I, I mean, I still feel like if I were, if I were, I. I don't know how drunk I was. I remember everything I did the night before. It wasn't like yeah. I blacked out. You can't remember how drunk you were. That's no, when I, you're really drunk. Well, no, I remember. I remember everything about that night. I, re, I remember doing a play-by-play. I went to the again, and then I went to bed. I have a I question. I have a question on that, because I consider myself somewhat of a doctor. Could she have, <laughs> oh, my God. Could she have injured herself earlier in the day 
and the black did not come out till the following morning. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I have no so there was, was something that happened during the day. I don't know. We're asking you. You're the doctor. Yeah. So that the the darkness actually does evolve over time. You know, if you've ever seen a bruise on your body, you know, it starts off as typically something that's sort of purplish red, but then it will actually evolve through different stages to something that's actually green and then yellow and then brown. Um, but wouldn't you have so hit yourself those... hard enough to feel that that, that like you like for something to cause no. a bruise, for something to cause like a black eye, you would think that you would have like hit yourself hard enough to know like, oh, that's going to leave a mark. Actually, you know, you know what, Michelle? I've I've done this before. I once I uh, I dropped a frame, a really heavy frame, on my foot, and then like eight hours later, I woke up at three thirty in the morning with a throbbing foot. I called my dad, who's a doctor, and I'm like, Dad, I think I'm, I think I have a blood clot, and he like seriously was about to send me over to Cedars. <clears throat> really? But then I remembered like. 20 minutes later that I had dropped the frame earlier in the day, but I didn't remember yeah, initially. haven't you ever seen a bruise on your leg and you're like, how'd I get that? That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't take much force to break one of the little, tiny, superficial, cutaneous veins and just get a blood collection without much trauma. Maybe that's what happened to you. Yeah. Aggressive nose picking will do that, too. Are you serious? That's super cool. Wait, tell us more about that. <laughs> I had to say... Use a tissue. I don't know. Ew. Dr. Smith, thank you for coming on and giving your expert opinion on this matter. We really appreciate it. Very welcome. Have a lovely day. Bye. Thank you. I love what we call doctors for on this podcast. We one time called my dad to see if not using soap was real detriment to your health. And I'm almost a doctor. I feel like I, <laughs> I literally think I solved that almost as well as the actual doctor. Well, Amy, I will say that's something. Yeah, you're right. With Michelle in Michelle's case, Michelle, I'm sure something happened during the day that you don't remember. She could have just bumped into something and you're like, "Ow!" And then you went to bed, and then all of a sudden well, like, you woke I up. Know, I don't know. It's so bizarre to me, right? Because you would think like, "Oh yeah, I, I hit that thing," or I ran into that or you would you would recall that like it's not like i was walking around drunk all day like i was no but maybe like like i've gotten hit a little bit before where and then you forget about it it just depends maybe Mm -hmm. it just hit you in that exact right way maybe you were drunk and it didn't hurt as bad as it should (laughs) have who knows all right well we have more episode to talk about we have to go beyond the bed talk we have to go beyond it good question about that yeah oh there's more do you think i'll give him like a lower bed now instead of the top bunk? oh yeah I, well I mean. <laughs> depends if for good tv they're going to continue giving the top bunk. I mean, yeah they did um we got to talk about colton you guys i think he got away with this very easily they made it seem like we were supposed to watch this we were supposed to watch becca and tia talk becca and colton talk and then see tia and colton in the same room together and then we're gonna be like you know what you're right Everything's fine. No relationship. He's moving on. We're all moving on and everybody's happy. And then Becca goes and gives Colton the rose. And I'm so confused. Am I the only yeah. one that is so confused? Felt like I missed something. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I, I, feel I like there's a whole story on of us running. They're hiding something from us that went down yep. that day. Or are they just saying it was all boring because Tia was like, I don't care. It's fine. I only kissed him once. And he's like, I'm not here for her. I'm here for you. And then it was just like boring, boring. And then she's like, I like him because I do think he's pretty cute. 
He's so cute. He's so cute. And the only reason he's getting away with this so easily is because he's so cute. If this was one of the random guys, like one of the random guys whose names I can't even come up with at the top of my head because they are so random. There is no reason. There's no way that he'd be sticking around. I believe he also dated the gymnast Allie Race. Yeah, she he she did. Yeah. Um, Maybe he just likes to date celebrities. Yeah, he probably does. Which, whatever, I don't find any problem with that. Maybe he just wants there to be more there than is actually there. Like, maybe it really was just as simple as that. You know what I mean? Like, let's put it this way. I wouldn't turn down Chris Pratt. I'm not going to call Anna Ferris and be like, I met you one time. Do you care if I date Chris Pratt? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I feel like Tia is probably really irritated though because Colton is so she cute. She was too cool for it to be like, oh yeah, he can be here. Yeah, you can, like as a, I mean, as girl code type thing. Even if uh, Tia and Colton didn't have that much of a relationship as a girl, I'd be like, you know what? I don't want like your man type thing. You know, it's just you really would, you and me both are would be like, um, I'd like you not to date him, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I would be like, you two be cray. <laughs> You don't even know him. I felt like Tia had a little bit of like a grin on her face that was kind of like when she saw him, you know, she gave him a little wave. Yeah. Like there was, there's like a story there. There totally is. We know the story. They met, they kissed one time. They probably texted. Like, here's the thing, you guys. If you guys play all those rules, you're wonderful people and you'll never like get what you want. I think I read something about uh, Right. But if you played girl code, like you maybe wouldn't have. Because one time somewhere someone you knew kissed Jared? Yeah, I got really I- mad. <laughs> <laughs> I got really mad that everything more. was televised. You don't think there was something more between Golden and Tia? I think there was a lot between Colton and I Tia. Just, I think they were even I, downplaying I it. I think they talked for a long time. I think that they made an effort to fly to each other somewhere. And I think oh, it was started talking before... Uh, her season was airing so in January, early January. Early it, it didn't start filming till March. That's a bit of time. I bet you they you find out the literally thing. like a couple of days before if you've been uh, yeah selected or not. Yeah, like do you think they really cut off conversation when he found out he she he was going on the show? No, no. And plus, know. it wasn't decided until March that she wasn't the Bachelorette. So I bet you they talked all the way until right, Becca was announced. In the grand scheme of things, that's like two months, you guys. Like that's not. That's not enough for Becca to never date him. Think about how emotionally attached we three get in th- in two months. Well, this is the deal. When you're going on a show like this, like, you can't, you can't, I don't know, I don't think that you can hide stuff like that. Like, people would have seen them out. Like, you, you know, you worry about, like, conversations, like, getting screenshotted and proving, like, see, we were still talking, like. I don't know. I mean, they I had to be careful. There was too much more going on. I don't really happen. I think they actually only hung out in person one time, but I think they probably okay. FaceTimed That's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you guys with the FaceTime, by the way. So weird. <laughs> I think they're telling the truth. I just think that, um... Yeah, I think it's fine. It's like, let's move on from it and see what happens. You know what Tia's definitely thinking in this moment? She's like, the odds of her ending up with him in the end are low, and the odds of him ending up in paradise with me are high. So let's just play the game. <laughs> it's going to work out. It's going That's to work out. Yeah. Absolute proof. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go back to talking about, I know we were distracted by Richard Marks, but let's talk about the one-on-one date with Chris and not talk about Richard. So Chris, I didn't really, I didn't like the first episode because he was the Mr. Right Reasons guy, the one that forced the other guy, Chase, Mm -hmm. into telling uh, the history about the text and the old girlfriend. And I was like, 
come on, dude. Why are we playing wrong reasons police already? He, by the way, looks like Danny Wood from New Kids on the Block. And you're right. Doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but You're then right. on this day, I thought Chris was so lovely, so adorable. Well, and him opening up about you know this this letter he sent to his his dad and and not getting a response like that broke my heart. That was so sad, so, so sad. sad. I think but, he might and be. And cool of him to be so vulnerable about vulnerable about it, right? Like to open up and and talk about it. And like, you're sitting there going like, you know, his dad's watching this and going like, well, I'm a a hole. Oh, totally. You think his dad's even watching? If he didn't care about a letter like that, I'm sure he doesn't care about watching his son on TV. Who knows? It's so sad. Mm-hmm. I thought he was darling. I thought Chris was adorable. Yeah, I thought he was adorable. She seems to really like him, especially in the end when we're, they're slow dancing to Richard Marks. Mm-hmm. It seems like they really actually have something, and I can mm-hmm. see him getting to, like, top ten now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even maybe top eight, top seven. Yeah. Sorry, Chris, I don't see you in your hometowns. No, I don't see Chris in hometowns, but I see him getting a lot farther than I thought he was yeah. going to uh, day one. Let's yeah, see. I do too. What else? We talk about the group football date. I mean, Clay gets hurt. Wait, wh- why have we not talked I about love Jordan and David? Or have you guys Oh, we've already about talked about them a ton before okay, you got on the fine. phone. So sorry, Michelle. But what do you have to say about that? It was, I mean, I it is so funny the stuff that comes out of his mouth you're just like are this is real right like this is but it's so entertaining i found it to be so funny and like i want him to stay on the show just for for like entertainment purposes oh well don't worry they'll make sure that that happens yeah (laughs) unbelievable (laughs) um let's talk about how dramatic lincoln is like could lincoln be more of about a football game uh, he's the most dramatic man I've ever seen on the show. From the whole kissing Becca is like flying on the wings of a Pegasus to the way he was like, I hope David makes it through this. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, Real dramatic. Yeah. He's 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 something. He's something. He is something special. Uh, although I am surprised so what nothing came like, out about his uh Oh the pooping? Stunt. Yeah. Oh the pooping? Yeah, I, I don't anything about it yet do you think I mean, that we're was gonna hear about media. this i'm not sure i don't think we are did you hear about this pooping thing what pooping thing michelle oh christina i'll let you do the honors inform i, don't inform michelle. You. <laughs> I don't think we've actually spoken about this on the podcast yet before mark do you remember us talking about it i do not this does not ring a bell with oh me. my goodness gracious guys okay christina doesn't want to talk about it so i will because like i don't don't know i won't be able to say it as i don't want to spread any rumors but this is what was said as to how lincoln poops he apparently doesn't poop in the toilet he played this all rumors guys there's we can't call our source the hollywood reporter about this there's no confirmed facts but apparently Lincoln poops on toilet paper on the ground in the bathroom and no, then he, he picks up the toilet paper and places it in the toilet. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Rumors. What? Rumors. Rumors. What in the allegedly, world as William about? as Wendy Williams would say, allegedly <laughs> he poops on the floor. What would be the benefits to something like this? Why would a person do such a thing? I have <laughs> no idea there's not not one thing like you know maybe they were the race dean maybe. dean and you his soap dean and his news. lack of soap use like i understand yeah. where he's coming from um this is something 
is that is unfathomable to a me. A guy on the morning show, he had a roommate once that would put used toilet paper in the trash can. Oh, my God. As he was growing up, they didn't have a good plumbing system that could accommodate toilet paper. I'm about to barf. I just at s- that. I can Total. speak on that. The so way there's got to be a reason. Up. Oh, wait. Well, how do, how the way I was growing up in Russia, um, you didn't flush toilet paper. You put it in there. You put it in the garbage bag? Mm-hmm. And really? did it smell the house up? No. No. But uh, there's more depth and explanation to all of this, and it's kind of mind-blowing. So I don't want to, like, mention in here, really, because it kind of goes on. You can blow it. Well, we, we definitely <laughs> like, want, want, because, like, we want gross, but if you're not comfortable with it, then then it's fine. It's only my experience. And, again, I was growing up in an orphanage. Um, in school, we had bathroom. We didn't have bathrooms in school. It would be, like, an outside like, like an outhouse, a board, like a porta potty? Not even a porta potty. It's like a wooden <laughs> building where you have like holes in the ground. Holes in the ground, and yeah. And you just stay in and you do your thing. Sometimes um, I remember using, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, uh, book pages. Book pages. So oh. if they're glossy, it's not good. Oh, God. So you have to find. <laughs> okay, that's too much. No, but, no, that, no, no that's not. very, wow. I mean, but that's, a, I mean, that's I mean, where that's I'm from. In, you know, in an orphanage in Russia, but yeah, this right. is um, at the Bachelor Mansion. True, true. Did Lincoln have any, I don't know anything about his upbringing. He grew up in multiple places throughout the world, but I think he predominantly lived in the United States, and I think he lived in Northern California. Maybe it's a feeling of the toilet is germy, and also as cavemen, we went on the ground, and maybe it's more natural. Maybe he feels like he needs to squat that low. He can't sit. He has to, like, really get in the squat position. Okay. This is, this is the weirdest <laughs> conversation I've ever been a part of. Yeah, but it is interesting. And we are going to let you go now. <laughs> we are, we're going to leave you note. with this, Michelle. On that note. Thank you for joining us, Michelle. It has been a pleasure. Sharing. You guys, you make sure to go to michellemoney.com and sign up for some beauty classes inside and out and use our code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Yes, thanks, you guys. Thanks, See ya. Michelle. Bye. 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 Sorry, I just I, I'm impressed with your life, Christina. Growing up in There's an orphanage so in more. Russia to a, yeah. a, a American television personality. I mean, that's an impressive journey for There's- anybody. There's quite a bit. I mean, obviously, certain things I just like block it out and wouldn't share. But then when topic comes up, I'm like, oh wait, I remember this and this and that. So wow. Yeah, I I, I do remember like my parents. Now I was adopted, uh, bringing a couple book books for us to read, but they were all in English. So I'm sorry, mom and dad, but some of these books had to go were being used for other things. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm like glossy pages. I'm like, no. So, so when you were, when you got adopted and then you were able to use something that we take advantage every day, a toilet, yeah. was it like all sparkly and wonderful to you? Like all the, the, um, just the benefits of having a plumbing, a plumbed house. So inside the orphanage, we had toilets, but there were, okay. So here they have a seated cushion you can sit on, mm-hmm. but if you lift it up, it's just glass bowl type thing. Yeah. So that's what we would sit on, and it was. I was like, why is there a water in here? Because we didn't have water inside our toilet. So it's like so strange. Wow. But there was a cu- couple different things that I had to get used to. So you had never um, sat on a regular toilet before until no, but you I was like, this were is adopted. Nice. And oh. now they have what? What commodes? Is that what it's called? Where yeah. they like clean yeah. you and oh. air you and <laughs> everything? Bidets. Like, Bidets. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, okay, first world. What about showers? I don't know. That was, I think that was new to me. Uh huh. Did you take like a bath and like? How'd okay, you take a bath? this is going to be um, how. 
it's a little bit uncomfortable for me to talk about, but so there would be a room, there would be one shower and it would be like set up, um, kind of like a table. Mm -hmm. So you would get a bucket and it's usually not like one person. Mm -hmm. It's like multiple kids right. would be in the room yeah. and they like use their own bowl to clean up. Mm -hmm. So occasionally if you're a young one, you do not get to use the shower. It's always seniority. So if you're older, you like go call dibs and whatnot. But um, showers, this is going to sound weird, but uh, you would go and wash up properly maybe once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it was up to you um, to use the bathroom. Well, girls would um, inside like the orphanage because if you wanted like a proper shower, you would have to leave the orphanage, go elsewhere. Okay. So at least that's my experience again. Okay. How old were you when you were adopted? Twelve. Wow. So you were going through like puberty and stuff in the orphanage. I don't think I hit. You don't think yeah, you hit I it? I think yet? I, I came. That must be a horrible time for so. girls in the orphanage. Oh, yeah. I mean, not that but every, you know, yeah. the entire experience is probably so, horrible. Sorry, that was, that was All right. Is it I'm sorry. One, is it weird <laughs> for you that rushes in the news every day here in the newspaper? Is that a weird feeling for you? It kind of is. Yeah. Um, where I was, um, it was kind of secluded. Like, I didn't hear, I've said this multiple times, I didn't hear about the 9-11 incident. You never heard about 9-11 until uh -huh. you were here. I until I, like, I remember somebody older saying, like, hey, you should watch the news. And I'm like, I'm 12. Like, mm -hmm. I want to play games and whatever. She was like, well, you might want to educate yourself. And at that point, I was like, okay. And still went outside and played. So when I came here... Um, that's when I started learning all about American history. Mm -hmm. And one thing that stood out to me, um, I was in, I think, sixth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade. And I had a girl in my class by the name of Katrina. And everyone would like make posters about like Katrina and all that. And I'm like, why are they praising this girl? Well, it was Hurricane Katrina. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. So, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know any English then or anything. So, wow. Yeah. What was your typical meal like in the orphanage? Um, one thing I hate the most is lentils because I remember sitting down and having to uh, eat a bowl of lentils and um, they would not let me get up until I finished the bowl. And if the teacher's like walking around, I would like take a scoop and put in the person next to me like here. So you'd rather not eat? Oh, you ha they made you eat everything? I mean, I think I remember as a kid, I don't know how... Elastic time is, but I remember it was like either 45 minutes. I felt like I was sitting there forever, and I'm like, there's no way I'm going to eat this. Because it, it, I was either full, I couldn't finish, or I just didn't want it. Mm -hmm. But I just remember like scooping it to my person next to me. I was like, will you eat this for me so I can leave? When you were adopted and your mom started cooking you dinner, were you just like, wow, food is so yes. excellent? My mom's BLTs are the best. <laughs> so. okay. Well, Oh, speaking of food. Yes, speaking of food. <laughs> What a natural. That was yeah. There you go. <laughs> Have you tried Blue Apron yet? Um, something similar to that. Okay. Well, Blue Apron is my favorite. They just teamed up with the extraordinaire, the ultimate, like, female icon, <laughs> Chrissy Teigen. Oh, yes. She's so great. She's bringing some of her favorite recipes to Blue Apron so you can make all Chrissy's favorites at home. For the next six weeks of wildly fun, flavorful cooking featuring recipes like garlic and soy glazed shrimp with charred broccoli and hot green pepper sauce and sesame chicken noodles with bok choy, you can get all of Chrissy's favorites 
on Blue Apron. It's convenient because it delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door and everything can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week, including Chrissy's, and customers can pick one, three, four recipes based on whatever fits their schedule best. Blue Apron only sends non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. What I love about Blue Apron is that it's easy to use, but it's also delicious. It's prepared by a team of professional chefs that put a lot of care into creating these recipes each week. A lot of creativity goes into this. And this food is going to kind of like it's kind of going to enhance your life. You're, you're going to use these recipes in the future. You can share these recipes. You can write them down and pass them on to your kids one day. <laughs> so check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash almost famous. That is blueapron.com slash almost famous to get your first three meals for free. And once you get these meals, you're going to be hooked and then you're going to be using Blue Apron like every week. Because Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. to impress someone if you're trying to cook oh. for them. Oh, it's definitely, definitely. We've always been talking about how Ben needs to, like, put on that Blue Apron and, like, cook for a lady. <laughs> Amy wants him to do it for her. Um, Amy wants him, yeah. But, but uh, would that work for you? Heck, yeah. I like a guy who can cook. A guy can cook? Yeah. Can Dean cook? Even if you, what? Who? I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. Are you ready to do... Our reenactment, our dramatic are. portrayal of. Wait, I'm not doing it, am I? Yeah, you are. When I'm oh, doing... oh my goodness! No way. It's not. It's an actual monologue. Yes, you do it. It's all on me. All right, here goes my acting skills. This is Jordan talking to David. David, if you think you're sending me home, you're not. You are a skeleton of a man, David. Hey. Cheers to you being a bitch. I just had to go and talk to Becca. Don't talk to me about her. It's been a pleasure. No matter what it's been, a pleasure. David, you're living in a world of fiction in your own head. Your perception of reality is your reality. And your reality is not the same reality as mine. So if you think you need to chill out, have a drink, and stop talking to me, I don't have to look. I don't have to go back to anything. Thank you, David. Thank you for showering me with attention. Thank you so much. This is exactly what I want. It's funny. You think I'm a joke. I am a Wilhelmina model. I don't think you know what that means. I have an image. If you're trying to tear down my image and my three-year contract with them, it's actually pretty serious. Something some people consider the top. If you're trying to do that, you're failing at that because guess what? Attached to me is professionality. It's my face. Everything I do, it's in the way I walk. It's in the way I talk. So if you want to try to wreck my image, you'll never succeed. You know why? Because my image is me. Bravo. I have no idea what I was saying half that time. Like most of that made no sense. And guys, that wasn't because I was reading it wrong. It's because... It's Jordan. It's Jordan. Thank you. Thank you for... <laughs> but I mean, that's quite a monologue. That was quite the thing. Did he really do that? A monologue without ha- without having David interject in that? Because that is mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I think I love the, uh, Jason's response to that. And Willis says they just sat there and they were like, 
Okay. Oh, the guys were cracking up the entire time. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they could not. They just could not. And Jason, before we move on with Bachelor emails, let's talk about Jason and how how amazing he is. What a dark horse. Yeah. You like sure. him, right? I So far, what I've seen of him, yeah. Initially, he, when the pictures came out, whatever, I didn't think he would be a standout. But I think Becca likes him, too, and you can see that. She's yeah. smitten by him. She forgot his name, though. She still has a crush on him. Yeah, she forgot <laughs> his name, and he handled it marvelously. Yeah. What a guy. What All a right. Guy. Let's see. This email is from Brooke. I feel like there's always a girl named Brooke emailing us. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe Amy just really one. loves Brooke's emails. <laughs> I was hoping y'all would touch on this on the podcast. Becca met up with Joe. I thought we did. Oh, we didn't. I forgot. We talked about that. We didn't talk about that, but it was on the rundown last week. Becca met up with Joe, the hot grocer, in Chicago. Um, she gave out Joe an, an, a shout-out on Instagram, and they they met up at the store. The guy was bathing suit shopping. I wonder what he was bathing suit <laughs> shopping for. And I wonder if Joe was going to be, you know, like, like let's just, like, basically confirm it. Joe is definitely in paradise. He's in paradise. But... I wonder if Joe was supposed to be in paradise before everybody freaked out about him not making it past week one. Do you think that he was on the paradise list or they were like, oh, wow, everybody loves Joe. we got to add him to that list. Oh, he was going to go to paradise either way. You but think so? I think it helped when everyone was like, we love Joe. Yeah, definitely. So that was cool that Becca made the effort to go and, and see Joe while she was in Chicago. Oh, and here's another question <laughs> that we've already now discussed on this podcast. Oh. She goes, how have you not talked about Lincoln allegedly pooping on the floor? Oh, yeah. He was ap apparently pooping on the, the floor at his old job. So we don't really know if it rolled over to his time in the house. Do you know if um the guys have made mention of that? Um, no, There's I rumors? don't, and I hope he didn't. Okay. Yeah. She said to Lincoln, I just read the article she sent. It's fascinating. But the people do think it was a germaphobe situation. The toilets were so yeah. gross, he would not go near it. Okay. Okay. I'm th that that's an excuse, but yeah. it's not a you good can't one. Say it makes sense, it's not but... a good one. You know what? You can use a little Clorox wipe <laughs> on the toilet before you sit down. Also, it's not it? you know statistics will show you there's not that much bacteria on a toilet seat, no. and it's just going to get back at the back of your thighs anyway. And you can always use a toilet seat cover. Like there are other ways. Yeah. There's so many other ways. Yeah, put toilet paper on the toilet or whatever. Because you know what's gross at the bathroom floor? Yeah, Discussion. so much dirtier. So, so much, dirtier. much dirtier. Yeah. Her third question, she goes, it was posted on Facebook that oh Leo gosh. was in a softcore porn. I'm sorry. How are these guys vetted again? With further investigation from the group, it's apparently called High Heeled Homicide. Okay, I may watch this when I get home just for <laughs> and giggles. Oops, I should <laughs> I'm terrified to type this into the search bar. So if you all choose to talk about this, I'll let you guys see for yourselves. If I were the bachelorette and I kiss a guy who was in a porn, I would lose it. So once I first heard about Leo being in a softcore porn, I go, what is the difference between softcore and hardcore porn? Apparently, and excuse me, gentlemen in the room, mm. you may know better than us. <laughs> is softcore when they don't show um, the private parts? Correct. Okay. So it's kind of like a a sexy, a sexy video. Yes, lots of action. But okay. Isn't he but they never show. But no genitalia. Oh, so they're like actually doing it. I don't think they're doing it. Oh, they're not. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's all a simulation. I think it's like Showtime late at night. Okay, fake. so what makes rated R movies? Rated R movies? I know. What's rated the difference R? between softcore porn and rated R movies? Uh, I think there's softcore has more action in it. 
Just like it's like a full scene of like violence and like bad words. Also, we see lots of sexy scenes in our movies. I mean, shades of gray. Porn is less legitimate than an R-rated theatrical film. I think a softcore means it's just kind of late night cable kind of garbage. Okay. Okay. Hmm. So basically, you're watching a sex scene out of out of a movie context. There's very little. There's some context, but not much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Leo was in a softcore porn, and apparently, he also plays some. he plays the a minion, I think, over at Universal Studios sometimes. Oh. Leo, you have guys got explaining range. to do. <laughs> we have another fun email. It's a little off topic from The Bachelor. But first, we have got to talk about something that we are both big proponents of. Right, Christina? Yes. What is it? Fab, fit, and fun. Fab, the FabFitFun box is actually getting so, so great. Have you gotten your summer box yet? have not. You have not? Well, Christina hasn't gotten her summer box yet, but I have, and it is so terrific. It has an amazing tart contour kit. It's, it comes up with a powder contour and a creme contour. They also have this really cute Yumi Kim makeup train case, Aphoria Luna, guys, Aphoria Luna. These things cost like $80 at least, and it's in the FabFitFun box that you're going to get. When you go to FabFitFun.com, use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS, and you're going to get the box itself, the whole box with the tart makeup, the, the, the makeup tote, the Pier 1 stuff. And the Foria Luna for $39.99. Guys, you're not, I know, you're like, this math is not adding up. But it does. Because the FabFitFun box is the most incredible deal in the world. They're going to get you a box that's valued at, this one is over $300. And you're going to get the box for $39.99. I know, it's weird, but that's just how it goes. And that's why Khloe Kardashian, Bethany Frankel, Martina McBride... Ashley Tisdale, Ashley Simpson, Aisha Curry, and so many of your favorite bachelor and bachelorettes love the FabFitFun box. It's going to be delivered right to your door. Feels like Christmas four times a year. Um, some of my skincare favorites I've discovered through this box, like Kate Somerville's um, Exfoliate, uh, Dr. Brandt's Exfoliant. And then they also have cute little places for your apartment, you know, like there's a ring dish from Pier 1. And don't tell me you can walk into Pier 1 and find anything <laughs> under $39.99. But you're going to get that in this box along with so many other things. So go to FabFitFun.com. Use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. Get $10 off your first FabFitFun box, making it only $39.99. Every day I get out of the shower and I see there on the counter, I see the Pier 1 marble ring dish. And on top <laughs> of it is the Foria Luna Fofo. See? My go. wife loves the summer box. It's so, it's really good. The summer box it's actually, a, it's a joke. You're like, wait, how did you guys get all of this for it me? It makes for great gifts, too. Oh, it's really good gift yeah. giving. All right, final email is from Claire. And Claire, I know what this email is about. And I kind of take back my words from last week. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to explain. Dear Ben and Ashley, when you guys were discussing Chris Pratt, Ben asked, is he really that good looking? I would have to agree with Ashley in saying that based on looks alone, I don't find him super attractive. However, I still find him extremely appealing because of his charm, personality, sense of humor, and let's be honest, fame for what he lacks in looks. This brings me to my point. Why does Bachelor Nation have to be a beautiful people convention? What are your guys' thoughts on this? Oh, and then they asked, she asked Ben, 
as a former bachelor, if you were to do it all again, would you be open to having women who didn't currently fit the contestant mold for looks? Um, okay. Well, I actually, Claire, I think Chris Pratt's actually really hot. <laughs> Last week I said he wasn't like the most stunning person, but I think Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park is like, wow, holy moly. Mm-hmm. It's when he's tan and sweaty that he gets really, he's really hot. That's not true. Tan and sweaty. That's why I like the guys in paradise. Um, but I. That's but, good. But what do you think, Christine? I'm gonna throw this back on you. Yeah. Um. If they just had, you know, I sevens, six and sevens on the Bachelor. I mean, the personalities make up for it a lot. It's really it's, true. I just, I mean, I just don't like a lot of Bachelor past Bachelor contestants because I see them like uh, on TV, and it's kind of. I know you're supposed to give a person like a chance, get to know them type thing, but it's like in the back of your mind, you already know that they were with this person and that's why they were portrayed. I don't know. I I think there are a lot of attractive people on The Bachelor, Bachelorettes. I just, I think, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to find a way because I'm like, wait, I'm trying to think of a person that's like I think the not question, attractive, okay, but I'm the, like, the okay, question, they all are. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think we can even use Jason. Jason. Oh, Jason, Jason, as an example, he's definitely good looking. Like he's a okay. nice looking guy, but would you turn and look at him on the street? No. Okay, that hair. Yeah, I'll be like, hold on. I would Why? probably do he it does have good hair. Like, I know. Good hair, but I'm like, that's not my style. But then again, maybe Chris. Like I wouldn't turn. I think Chris is actually the perfect example because I didn't think Chris was that cute, and then he had his one on one this week, and then I was like, no, I see it. He's so cute. Once yeah, I got yeah. to learn his personality, I thought he was yeah. a lot cuter. That's a good example. Um, I don't know if we're answering your question, Claire. I know you're yeah. saying, like, should we have more average-looking people on the show? But in a way, it's like, I don't know. Everyone's yeah. average. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't so know. it's a <laughs> noble <laughs> thought, but it would America it's be interested in watching such a show? That's what I was going to say. Like, do you want to, is it a show? Would it be as interesting as a show if it wasn't all these beautiful people trying to fight over one guy or in paradise, like all these beautiful people trying to fight for one another? I don't know. Because then wouldn't it just be kind of like real life? Bunch of dad bods and muffin tops out yeah. there in paradise? It would just be like, it would be like how all, how there's like a hot guy in real life and all these girls are after him. But it makes it more interesting to see like more model-esque looking people after model-esque looking people. Do you think people are going to watch the Miss America pageant now that they've removed the evening gown and swimsuit competition? They've removed the evening <laughs> gown? They did not, did they? I knew that yeah. they removed the swimsuit, well, which I was like, sure. They were revamping the evening gown competition. That's what... Uh, well, then what do they wear? Jeans and a t-shirt? I don't know. I'm very curious. But I might tune in the first time, but I'm not sure the world's going to tune in anymore after the changes they made. It's not the gowns or the bathing suits that mm. make these that make you watch the show. It's, bec- the it's competition not, aspect. That is not what makes these girls beautiful. These girls just have beautiful faces and bodies. And it'll be shine, and it'll, that will shine regardless of what they're wearing, I, I think. I do think if you see somebody in the bathing suit, think of Victoria's Secret fashion shows. All girls tune in, and yeah, that gives I, us something to look up to. So them removing the bathing suit um, aspect of the competition, I think it's just, oh, you have a pretty face, like. but girls like to see the fitness, the workout, how your body looks, something to strive towards. I guess you're Even right. Even though they always ask, hey, why don't you just be normal and... I'm in the minority because when I watch a Victoria's Secret fashion show, I'm just like, I want their face. I want their face. I want their face. I was like, I don't necessarily want their body because Mm -hmm. they are so skinny. And I feel like a lot of guys like curves. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, wow, 
that muscle did not exist in. So what can I do to get it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting. But Claire, I don't have an answer for you. But I, I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> that, that is my answer. Before we leave, we have to give a little shout out to 786 Degrees Pizza. The California Pizza Festival is coming to Los Angeles on July 28th and 29th. I'm going to definitely be there. Didn't know until I just read that. (laughs) One of the pizzas represented will be 786 Degrees Pizza from Sun Valley, California. They were awarded the best restaurant in California by USA Today. I'm going to go get a piece of pizza outside. Um, And they are also number one in Los Angeles by Yelp. So you've got to try them out. Get your tickets to the California Pizza Festival this summer at www.calipizzafestival.com. Christina. 28th and 29th. Are you going to be joining me at the pizza festival? Heck yeah. Yum. I want to try all the pizzas. I love pizzas. I went and actually... I ordered barbecue chicken pizza the next day. I went and I got very tasty pizza from the butcher's daughter. I had like two pizzas, some two oh pizzas my God. in my fridge. What a felony. <laughs> so I'm going to this pizza hey, festival. It beats lentils. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. What was the first you. time you had pizza? Yeah, um, when I came here. Uh, actually, I think it was in Europe whenever I oh, had to travel That's a good over. place. That's probably Eating a good place a to get pizza. Fork. You ate it with a knife and a fork. That's, I think that's... European style. I think you're right. I think in oh, Italy okay. they do sometimes do that. Mm-hmm. And then I came here and did it. Well, you came to America. You were adopted. I'm sorry, we're back on. No, on we love it. I love it. It's so fascinating. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. You were adopted by a family and they lived where? Kentucky. Kentucky. So that so, was your first taste of America was Kentucky. No. no. I can't actually. Um, so my flight was from where I was to Moscow. It was like nine hours by flight. Wow. From Moscow to Paris, that was probably like six hours. Then from that to Miami. And that's where I was like, Hold on. It was June 10th. Today's June 10th, my 14 years. Happy anniversary. Thank you. I just Oh my gosh, happy anniversary. It is the 10th, right? Yeah. It's the 11th. Oh, oh you missed but it hey, yesterday. Okay. I did, I guess. But, so I came to Miami and I remember, um, I guess this is when they were still doing the checkpoint every 12th person or something like that. And I got single, singled out and I'm like, what is happening? Oh my gosh, like, that's so scary. Every random yeah. person actually. Um, okay, so... Uh, I saw palm trees, and I was like, what is this? I saw um, different ethnicities, and I was like, what is this? Had you seen uh, any America on television, or was I'm guessing there wasn't a lot of television in the There orphanage? wasn't a lot of television, but when there was, it was like uh, English-speaking and Russian over. Obviously, uh-huh. I understood Russian. Uh, but I saw it on TV, but not enough to kind of, um, but not enough. Anyway, so I remember going to the gas station and being able to pick out anything I wanted, and then go to the counter, and it was like one ninety nine, and I'm like, what is this? In Russia, it would be like two dollar, two rubles, uh-huh. flat out. I was like, wait, I can pick food up and just like take it and go to the counter. <gasps> there, they would give it to you. They would be, I'll be like, hey, I want that piece of gum, and they no, would take it and give really? it to you. Oh, I see. So a little bit of culture shock, yeah. but then I was like, I hope I'm going. There's no palm trees because it was too much of a change too soon. <laughs> and now I'm like, hello, palm trees. I know, <laughs> palm trees are the Living best. Living in LA now, yeah. So mm-hmm. culture shock for sure. Well, you're, you're, I, I've read your story actually since we, in the last 20 minutes. I've been reading up on your story you some more, and it's fascinating. You're on a really it's, bad path, and you've really made a life for yourself. So I think I'm, that's inspirational. I really do. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'm really trying to inspire others. It's possible. It's really, it's really cool, guys. And thanks for having me today. Well, Christina, thank you for joining us and giving us all your thoughts on the episode and all your inside knowledge and telling us a little bit about about your life. 
Also, thank you to our sponsors, Blue Apron, FabFitFun, Hubble Contacts, Framebridge, and ThreadUp. And thank you guys for joining me and listening to me without Ben here. It means the <laughs> world. Next week? You're a natural. The opposite. Next week, I will be away, and Ben will be here, and you'll have a great time with him as well. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.